The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Someone gave the 680 interns a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Not sure who taught them to use the equipment, but sure, why not? It's time for the Grind Hour. Get a peek behind the scenes here at the fan from the young aspiring broadcasters who are spying on everything. I mean, what are we going to do? Fire them? It's fun. Look at the fun we're having. Now, let's grind it out. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. It's the Grind Hour. Hello, everybody. This is Sean Cozy. Thank you for listening to the Grind Hour. Today, we've got Killer Cam Cobb, as always. Cam, how you doing? You already know. Okay. Dylan, how are you doing? I'm great. American producer Bahama Jay is back. Bahama Jay, how you doing? Pretty good, man. All right, cool. Good Good old vacay there for you. We missed you. Yeah, man. And... For the first time ever, intern Jack G joins the squad. What's up, Jack G? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jay. I'm doing well. Jack, tell us something about yourself, man. Um, Give us your life story. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a part of my vocabulary. This could be a long episode. (laughs) I am going to Syracuse in the fall. Nice. And what do you do here? I am in a part of the Truck and Turnoff show, so I'm with Jay most days. Awesome. Fantastic. Is is it a good time? Does he take care of you back there? Or is he mean? Depends what day. Gotcha. Mm. And that's just a fact. Today on the episode, we have Spencer Strider stash talk. The Strider stash is going. Me and Cam are rocking them real well. You'll see them up on TikTok soon. There's a giveaway associated with that, isn't there? Yep, Stash by Strider, coming soon. Coming soon. We're we're not dropping that yet, but stay tuned. MLB trade deadline talk, a lot of talk about Juan Soto maybe on the move, and Shohei Otani, is he going to the Braves? Uh-oh. No, nope. not. No. It'll be too much, but we'll talk about it anyways. Dylan, sales guy Dylan has his betting segment. We get an update on his ass. He, <laughs> he just recently got into coffee. And his segment, questions that went through his head this weekend. That should be good. Food food <laughs> review of the day. Me, Dylan, and Cam went to Chick-fil-A today. Not much happened there. Did, did anything happen there? A couple things happened. We'll get into that. <laughs> and I actually want to start with congratulating Cam. Cam, you won a $500 Shell gift card today. Uh, congratulations, man. That's awesome. I How really, did you do that? I appreciate it, man. You know, it was all the hard work and grinding that I've been doing over these last three months. Wait, actually? No, it was one of those spam emails. It popped, ah. up, into my, it popped up to my regular inbox this morning while I was looking for something, and Sean peered over my shoulder and saw it. And he was like, dude, oh, yeah. oh, he was like, God. dude, that's awesome. Awesome. And I was like, yeah, it's totally fake. He goes, yeah, but let me click it for you, though. <laughs> I get those same emails, but it, usually they're just like, oh, hey, Dylan, there's lonely women in your area that need attention. <laughs> Who hurt you, Dylan? <laughs> Everyone. Everyone's hurt, Dylan. Dylan, if I didn't know any better, I thought, I think you, as a child, went to the SSC, but... <laughs> We can we can get into that. Are let's you, just, are you, well, we might as well just start with let's that. Let's just start it's with fresh it. on our minds. I would love to. All right, a little backstory. 
So Scotty Mac, shout out Scotty Mac, is out of the office today, so we don't have our Hooters card to go get our free Hooters. So we have to buy our own lunches. Typically it's Chick-fil-A otherwise. Right. 141 hard-boiled eggs. R.I.P. 10-Minute Sanchez. He would have had a field day here. Speaking of field day, all right, let's just get to it. We go in there. It is packed. We were taking bets on what time we thought we would get our food. And the most Dylan went up like almost 15 minutes, and it still wasn't even close. We took, what, 20, 25 minutes? I said it was going to be like seven or eight minutes, and as soon as we walked in, I knew I lost my bets. It was 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 so bad. But we realized it wasn't packed with just random people. It was packed with a group of... Some camp? The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out (sighs) or move there's biking boating arcade games hiking nearby golfing or fly through the new fins up water park thrills chills twists and turns this could be you camp margaritaville at lanier islands an easy one hour drive from atlanta book your stay today at camp margaritaville lanier islands.com first Kids, younger, teenagers, I'd probably, some of them. Middle Early school, teens, yeah. middle school yeah. age. Yeah, you yeah. know you know the type. And they are in line. Very much a type. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it's just bad. You could pick up on some of their conversations, and it's like, this is just, we thought for sure it was a band camp or a theater camp or something along those lines because, I mean, yeah. Mine, maybe a little Minecraft camp on the go. Yeah, yeah that would have fit the description yeah. perfectly. I mean, yeah. It sounds bogus, but when you look at them, you know exactly what We thought they were the kind that are throwing down at Denny's on a Friday night. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you know. What is up, Denny's? What the fuck is up, Denny's? And so (laughs) the line is long as hell. We're pissed off because it's all these little weird kids and stuff. And, of course, it's packed in there, and we have to sit next to some of them. And we're making all kinds of assumptions. What the heck is this? <laughs> all but, kinds of assumptions. And some lady stands up and she's like, all girls in the van, all boys in the van. And they all sprint out into these little vans. And as they're leaving. Wait, wait, wait. Like white vans? White vans. <laughs> white oh, white sprinter vans. So, yeah. so Immediately when that happened, we all started making the assumptions of what camp they were in. And then Sean... Kudos to you, because I would have never had the courage to ask. But he asked, he said, are, are, are you guys at camp or what's going on? And the guy looks over and he goes, we're a church a, a church youth group. Yeah. And in my head, immediately, I thought, that's, that's a lie. That's a lie. That is what we like to call a cover-up story. Because you know that those are the kids that are going out to some place in the forest just to, like, shoot heroin and talk about, like, hard rock metal bands and just be all kinds of out-of-pocket those are the kids that go to school. Yeah, exactly. Those are the kids that go to school. The teacher's like, okay, little Timmy, can you tell me the answer? And he's just like, F you, teacher. Like, just like so out of pocket. Leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. And so the worst part about it is that those camper, the camp counselors, I guess you would call them, right? 
you already know that they're in that van just totally abusing these kids. <laughs> I don't want to get too in detail on this podcast, but you already know that that is the most unorganized camp ever. And the fact they brought them to the Chick-fil-A, which, by the way, the dining room was at like half capacity. So you got one guy trying to do work in the corner. You got two girls probably talking about like God knows what. And then you have 20 <laughs> kids that haven't showered since 2006 <laughs> that are wolfing down you some number that. one meals at Chick-fil-A. And then they're going to go get in their white vans and just be abused by their camp counselor. <laughs> while the I, I mean, I felt so bad. But at the same time, they were asking for it. I mean, like they were so loud. They were so obnoxious. They were obnoxious. I was like, how dare you act like this in the Lord's establishment? And they all went filing back into their white vans, and they were gone. Dude, they were gone as soon as they got there. Like, they all got their food, sat down for maybe three They were four really minutes. quick. They seemed they were on some kind of tight time schedule. and Had to get back to pray, dude. <laughs> they were, oh, man, again, getting back to something. But We, we, we created a lot of stories out yeah. of just that very small interaction with them. And, Jack G., you think the madness is done there. Oh, no, 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 because Grandmaster Dave came into Chick-fil-A right after. Oh, boy. And as we're getting ready to leave, Grandmaster Dave, some old skinny white dude with glasses. Mid thirties, not like, really old, but like mid thirties. And like the straight down hair, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of a weird looking guy. Looking to mess things up. Is going off on one of the cashiers. And we couldn't we were kind of far away and couldn't hear what he was saying. <laughs> as, <laughs> as we get closer, Cam, what what'd you hear him say? Yeah, so the first thing I noticed was him like I heard him raising his voice and I look here I heard, I'm like, what is it? The workers saying something like, sir, like, what's the issue? And I heard him go, man, I've been sitting here waiting for my burger this whole time. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, I had to double check. I was like, wait, where, where are we again? Yeah. Chick-fil-A. So I'm like, wait, hold on a minute. This guy's either got the wrong restaurant or he completely misspoke. But he was sitting there throwing hands like, then the cashier's like, well, man, sir, like I can offer you two things. Either wait for your damn food or I can get you a diff. She didn't say damn, of course. This is the Lord establishment. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I can get you a gift card or you can just sit here and wait. He goes, well, I don't care no about a gift card. I just want my food to hurry up. And given, like, they are so busy. She handled it well. It was packed. Oh, and- yeah. She was smiling the entire time while giving him the most passive-aggressive answers. It was, it was fantastic. I was so proud of her. And then we left in a uh, good old... Good old buddy was walking down the street, in the street, with his food, just like walking away, looking really mad about everything. Walking straight to Popeyes, too. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, if he walks into that Popeyes, I'm going to start crying laughing. He, He was not a happy guy. And I don't know if he. I was, was really hoping the cash register would have just full on like put him in an arm bar, leash on him, yeah. Just in the middle of Chick Fil A. Next thing you know, his arm is in six pieces, and she's like, "Yeah, get you some of that. <laughs> you want some nuggets? Your your arm looks like." Yeah, a chicken now you nugget. can go wait for your food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. I, I kind of wanted to say something to him, like, "Well, what the hell are you being so rude for?" But you never know with these people. He might be carrying like pull a, a strap gun on, on you or him. something. Yeah. He may be a part of the SSC. We didn't know. Alum for sure. He was mad that he couldn't get in that van. Van with him to just <laughs> do meth and heroin just, on the way out. Probably to the one woods. of the drivers, man. <laughs> yeah, he missed the bus. He's got <laughs> to walk out to their campsite. After that whole subway mayonnaise thing, I feel like it's a bad idea to mess with uh, customers at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, especially in Atlanta. The expectation yeah. at Chick Fil A, though, I feel like is different. You have to be respectful when you go in there. If it's a subway, look, I get it. I don't condone shooting people over mayonnaise, but I understand the frustration. <laughs> But 
I, I think the Chick-fil-A, you have to at least put on your best manners. Well, I tried to bargain with the uh, McDonald's cashier last night. How'd that go? It didn't work. But what are you bargaining? He said he said 11.35 or something like that, and I said, mm, that's a little steep. Can we do nine? <laughs> that... that- and he said, That's a hell of an argument right there. I pull that card at the bar all the time. I never win. It's never worked. They're like, okay, Wait, I don't think it's ever worked. $6, I'm like, I'll give you three. <laughs> Wait, so who yeah. all? And they're like, well, the security guard's going to give you three broken legs if you <laughs> decide not to pay <laughs> me in full. Who all on this podcast has worked in the food industry? Can I get a raise of hands? I have. So Jay, Sean worked for two days. Dylan, you've never worked in the industry? I worked at a Jackson, restaurant. I can't say for, that I have. Okay. I worked at a restaurant for probably... Two summers. So, Jay, you probably know how infuriating that question was to ask that guy. He was just sitting there like, "Bro, it's what's on the screen." Yeah, I can't do. I will say, about I worked it. at a, I worked at a nice restaurant though, so I didn't have jackasses like myself that came in <laughs> right, to right. do that. But yeah, if I was in that guy's shoes, it was eight o'clock on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that guy does not want to be at McDonald's at that <laughs> yeah. point. So. Well, I mean, you're working at McDonald's for a reason. Right. No, like, that's, that's true. Them, like, I remember I went to McDonald's literally last night, or it was two nights ago, and the dude goes, we're not doing, because it was me and my friend, and we wanted to do two separate orders, and he goes, yeah, we're not doing separate orders right now, and it's like, separate. I know I know for a fact you can split up the checks, but we're, you're so lazy that you can't put it on two separate tabs. We're not doing separate orders, but every order you do is yeah, a separate order. Literally every single person that comes up is a different order. Right. You just That is pure laziness. You're absolutely right. I lucked out, though, because my friend had his mom's credit card, so hey. I got my nuggets for free. The I was going to say, speaking of mayonnaise, did you all see Will Levis puts mayonnaise in his coffee? Yes, that's jailable oh, offense. Right? The Kentucky quarterback. Oh, are you kidding like, me? Is that what he said? I saw this interview going viral. I didn't listen so to it. So gross. He had Mayonnaise. one other. His draft really, stock is sliding right now. <laughs> he had one other really odd thing. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't just the mayonnaise in the coffee. Was probably it said with some, ketchup? Probably said some crazy like he was going to be Georgia or something. Oh, I think so. He would be smoking something if that was the case. Wait, but hold on. So can. Georgia's going at Kentucky this year. Yeah, we said that in 2018. Yep. And oh, right. by so they're going to have to have probably Gatorade on the sideline with mayonnaise in it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they're be. at Kentucky. I'm sure it's a weird recipe for the quarterback. So let's do a, little, let's do a little college football talk. I'm we haven't talked college football yeah. in a, a while, honestly. Look at this. Hold I on. I got like 12 pages of this right here. I was. I he all went day. through so, and found all of the teams that he could be or that Auburn could be, and it's just all. It's six yeah, that's teams. way There's too six. many pages of <laughs> teams six. that Auburn could beat. Actually, it's all the teams Auburn couldn't beat. Well, there, that <laughs> makes a lot more sense. I'm just kidding. I did create a list, though. I went through every team's schedule, and I'm talking about all 130-plus FBS teams. And no I, love for the OBC. No, sorry, man. Wow. The, the FCS, yeah. we'll, we'll save that for another we're, day. We're CAA football if we're talking FCS, dude. My mom went to Delaware. You guys are home a- of Joe Flacco's. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the you- flying Joe Flacco's. When does action start? When? But, mm-hmm. When? I could use some Tuesday night snow flurries. It only start, I think it starts in like October, like later, later. I don't start playing games in the weeknight until like the conference schedule Nothing starts. Nothing satisfies my degenerate taste buds more than a little Tuesday night action. I love it. I also love some action, but this, this is the SEC territory. We yep. need to talk about the SEC. So I saw that these are the most expensive <laughs> games to get a ticket for in the SEC this season. Number one. Iron Bowl, yep, $561. Oregon, Georgia, $559. Very close second. Auburn at Georgia, 
455. That surprises me a lot. Sorry, Cam. Uh, just say it. You guys are not going to be good. But well, the no, I think there's a chance okay, that game is Okay, high, and right? a freaking chicken hatches an egg. So fucking what? I know. I mean, what I, the thing is, it's just remarkable to me that that's that expensive. The next one, Texas A&M at Bama. Still the deep of south. Course. South that should be more expensive it is, it is. than both. Wait, who, who, who? Wait, Texas A&M, versus A&M? A&M at Bama is number four at $410. Mm-hmm. That's not surprising, especially with all the gym. Honestly, I'm surprised it's not higher on the list. I agree. That Georgia. was the most expensive student ticket wait, that I bought wait, hold yesterday. On. Wait, I that, was it. that ticket's the average ticket price? This is... Holy crap. I believe this is average ticket price. Jeez, $410 is the average. So, Georgia, Florida is 5 386 Penn State Auburn 331 mm-hmm. Alabama at LSU 299 Go Tigers. and then Tennessee at Georgia is 290 So these are all SEC though these are the SEC it's okay. all the match most expensive tickets involving an SEC yeah. team Gotcha and okay Here's the thing about that last one that I said Tennessee at Georgia there is a decent chance that Tennessee is a top 10 team at that point which it is mind blowing to me their schedule is a cakewalk. Up Their until schedule SEC up too. until they play Alabama, yeah. other than Alabama and Georgia and probably South Carolina, I don't really see them losing to any of the teams they're playing. They're not playing anybody they that good. They could lose to Kentucky. They could lose to Kentucky. They could, they could lose, lose to LSU. But I would not be surprised if they're favored in all of those. They'd bring back Hendon Hooker. They have Josh Heupel is Oh, great coach. He's a wizard on uh, offense. I, I, I can see them losing to Pittsburgh. It's at Pittsburgh. It yeah, could but they've happen. lost a lot. It from could happen. They've they lost. Here's, they they lost. Here's the thing. Pickets. I think their best case scenario going into Georgia is uh-huh. six and one. Mm-hmm. I as as good as they may be, they're not going to beat Alabama. Alabama, yeah. no shot. By, by a mile, Valley. should be the favorite. Yeah, that's gonna be tough for the national championship next year. Who is Wait, Alabama? Alabama, yeah. Alabama should they be. Got, they they are and they should be because uh-huh. they bring back. The most talent out of everybody, and, and added some in the transfer Saban. portal. They, yeah, they got Jameer Gibbs, got three Eli Ricks. stars, Ricks, Gibbs, and Burton. Yeah, they're going to be dirty again this year. Actually, probably Tennessee this is probably one of the more talented. Oh, they're going to be way better than they were last year. Tennessee but here's the has thing about Florida, LSU, Bama, back to back to back. Then they play UT Martin. That's a oh, tough stretch. OVC, baby. OVC. Then they have at Georgia. After Kentucky, right home. after playing Kentucky, I got that's the thing. So there's a chance that they don't do that well. I mean, but there is also a Florida's very good chance, good. in my opinion, that they go six and one. So I have Tennessee overall in this season going eight and four. Eight for, and four. for Georgia's eight and four. sake, you would want them to have a better record for the likelihood of it being like a prime time game. Honestly, I'm looking here. Yeah. I think at LSU but is I, the sleeper. I also you, see you haven't, Dylan. You're over in the SEC West, so you and Cam, you are too. So you guys get to play teams within your division that are top yeah. ten all the time. Oh yeah, that doesn't happen in the SEC. Everybody yeah. else oh, is we're garbage. Aware. We're Everybody's we're aware. Tre- we are well, trending upwards right last now. Last year, Georgia Auburn was a prime time game, right? It was, uh, but wait, 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 when you guys played Notre wait, what are you Dame talking about? Season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that was 2019. Yeah, that yeah. one was... 2019, it was at... Well, last year it was 3.30. Game. It was a 3.30 game. game. Still, that's wait, Auburn, Georgia? SEC prime time. Auburn, Georgia was 3.30 last year. Auburn, Georgia was 3.30 last year down at Jordan-Hare. It was hot as hell. Were you at that game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was too. I went to every game last year except for the Vandy game. I literally went to every Georgia game except for Vandy. I had to sit next to a UGA grad... Not grad, he was going there... Some. I, so, okay, here's the story. I have season tickets. My uh-huh. family has season tickets, right? So it's four tickets. My dad has two, and my dad's buddy has another two, right? 
So before the game, I was only able to go with my buddy. My dad couldn't make the game, and then my dad's buddy couldn't go with him and his wife. So he decided that he was going to get my dad to sell the tickets, right? My dad sells the tickets to some family Auburn friends, thinking they're going to go to the game. Well, they turned around and sold the tickets that they bought for my dad, sold them to the UGA fans. You have no idea how pissed off I was sitting next to this UGA fan. And he could not have been more obnoxious, by the way. I'm not. Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. I Uh, love it. No, but it's the worst when I'm sitting in my tickets I've sat in since I was three years old. Yeah. And they and I have this obnoxious Georgia fan next to me sitting in my fucking seat. Here's dude. I will well, say Georgia that seems to be better than any fan base. Oh, yeah. they do. I agree. That but seems to be a common sentiment among a lot of the teams that Georgia ends up playing. Yeah. Because our fan base, I I hope that it continues to be that way. Now that we've finally gotten a national championship, no, you guys gonna reach but another level of cockiness. We it's oh toxicity, yeah. man. It's gonna oh. be toxicity. We were already city. we were already toxic, barking in people's faces and stuff. <laughs> we perso- personally, I love it. I've, I've been barked at. I love before. it too, man. I've been barked at before in Chick Fil A when I was like six years old. Oh, I'm as sure you, you as have. you should. Awful. Yeah. It was you, the worst. You are a See, child my, of the University my of Georgia cutoff, as an Auburn fan. My cutoff it's is about sixteen years old. You know, under that, I'm not talking to them. That's just they're they're a kid. I'm oh, not talking to a man kid. That's me. the that was I the would, worst I was part of I've barked at some olds. young Bama fans this year, dude. Uh, oh my god! I would actually target the Y'all younger the kids f- just to put the fear of God in their eyes. Y'all are the worst. Okay, well, Bama fans man. deserve it. Am I wrong? No, yeah, Bama see, fans. I don't. felt zero. I mean, Bama I felt zero regret or guilt when I was walking out of that stadium and I was in Indianapolis and I was gloating like I never have. I mean, uh, like, if I had walked into a room, I think my dick would have been in there for five <laughs> minutes by the time that I, like, actually entered because that's that's how bricked up I was after that game. That's why I'm oh, so excited right. for Syracuse because there's going to be so many Mets fans up there and I'm just going to tote around in my Braves World Series hoodie and just shit on them. Yeah, just flip the bird constantly. Constantly, Dylan. I've okay. got exciting news for us too. What? Alabama is paying five hundred sixty thousand dollars to Eastern Illinois to play in twenty twenty five. Oh, yeah. that is more exciting okay. news for you. Let's go. <laughs> the grind hour. Then it is. <laughs> beefing up that schedule, isn't he? I honestly can say three years in advance that I will not be at that game. <laughs> Okay, hold on. So I want to get you into this. You should go. It might be a good game. That's going to be an 11 a.m. kickoff Central Time, and it's going to be hotter than the African soil. Yeah, and then Saban's going to complain about his home attendance again because yes. you guys suck. Because everyone's going si- to is going to like sign in or whatever with their student card, and then by the end of the first quarter, when it's 27 to zero, we're going to be that's generous. Gone. It might be about 50 nothing after. Dude, I still have my halftime shirt of Alabama and the Citadel 10 10. Oh, the man. barstool oh, one. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I was actually at that game the citadel game i thought for a second i i honestly wanted citadel to win but at the same <laughs> so time I, man. I was just like i know what's gonna happen they're gonna keep it close and then we're gonna pull away at the end and it's just gonna be a waste of my time because i'm sweating like because it's so hot <laughs> okay i feel so like I'm, i feel like i'm hurting <laughs> cattle back here <laughs> okay guys i've got some stuff written down i have a little bit of a hot take this year florida is going five and seven and two and six in the conference this year that is a I hot take. do that not understand i don't understand the people going though yeah they're gonna still be competing for the east this year they're gonna have to rebuild dan mullen left that place in a complete shithole mm-hmm. it's just not they don't have the talent that florida usually gets this year they lost a lot of recruits at ucf of all teams so, man. so let's go down the schedule what are you seeing from them yeah so you start off with utah that's yeah, an l so Definitely we're taking off for utah definite l utah's it's, it's in gainesville be, 
it is Utah, in Gainesville, and I'm going to give them that. No. But Utah's defense is great. They did not lose a lot of guys. That's, from a, that's a playoff team, contender, right that there. That is a playoff contender, exactly. They are Kentucky coming to Florida. I think it's going to be toss up this year. I, I think I favor Kentucky I a little more on that side, Kentucky. but it's going to be a toss up because it's in the swamp, of course. Prime South Florida, too. they're going to win at Tennessee. I got them losing. I think that's more than fair. Some people that, call that a toss-up, but I, I think Tennessee's going to win. Listen, despite the fact that Florida has kind of owned Tennessee for the last, what, 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. Tennessee's so much better than they are this year. Uh, I like I like your pick on that. Like, yeah, Miles better. The offense is better. They're just more talent all around the board. But and, So, anyhow, not to say, though, too, I do like Florida's new coach, Napier. Napier's going to do well for them. It's going to yeah, take him absolutely. two or three years, though, to rebuild. It's going to be a little bit of a project. But, anyhow... Eastern Washington, we're going to draw Cubs a win. Missouri, that's a win. So we're sitting at 3-3 three and three at this point, right? Yeah. LSU coming to Florida. I don't know about that one. That's going to be a toss-up. I think that's more of a toss-up than As, the Kentucky game. I th- I'm favoring LSU, obviously, mm-hmm. but it is in the swamp, so you always have to give the home team a little bit of a say there. Go tag. At Flo- Georgia, we know what the fuck's going to happen there. <laughs> at A&M, they're going to get... Railed, pounded. Railed. South Carolina coming to Florida. I think that's actually going to be a, I, I, South Carolina's got a solid chance there. They've got uh, Spencer Rattler. Spencer I would, Rattler. I would say South Carolina would be favored in that game. I would game. give South Carolina the so edge too. as well. You know what's funny? I And I'll get to this after I finish. We'll, we'll give more details into this, but I do have South Carolina going 8-4 and four this year. So, that being said though, I think that's going to be a toss-up. I give the favor to Florida, but I can totally see South Carolina pulling out of that. At Vanderbilt, we're going to give them a win. Doesn't matter if it's at Vanderbilt or not. At Florida State. Honestly, L this year. I'm going to consider that a loss. I agree with you. I think it will depend on is, how the season has gone up until that's then. It's a primetime game this yeah, year, it, too. If they're not competitive, they're just going to lay down and fold. Mm-hmm. Such a turning oh, point year for Florida State. They're playing that game on a Friday. Interesting. So that being said, I see them, I think on the worst case, is like 4-8. and eight, But I, I think realistically, 5-7 and is not that bad so of a, a take. But then again, 7-5, and five, I can see them also going like 7-5. and five. But that's I think the, that's, that's almost best case scenario. That's for them. the Dickies team. Mm-hmm. I think Florida Gators. I think they're. I know. Is it really? I'm gonna get fired for that take, aren't I? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, but that I don't being know. Said, I don't know if I can stay here anymore. That's, <laughs> yeah, man. If he's well, a Florida fan, he's working, definitely outnumbered. Yeah. Working for a Gator. That's but tough. That being said, SEC East. I think Georgia's gonna win it this year. They'll probably be undefeated by the end of the season because their schedule. I don't see them being it's, not it's favored. I think you game. say absolute. The sky has fallen. Scenario for Georgia is ten and two somehow. And who are they losing to in so these two games? The that's one, the, my question. That, that that's the thing. A, that's a hard question to answer. That is, friend. and that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's that. That's why I'm saying the sky would be falling yeah. if that happened that, because yeah. that that doesn't really seem realistic to me. The most realistic is eleven and one, in my opinion. Just because Georgia usually does drop. I think a game. The, under Kirby Smart, we have only gone undefeated once mm-hmm. in the regular season. That was last season. The schedule is extremely favorable. The offense is going to be the best that Kirby Smart's had definitely since he got to Georgia. The amount of talent there is ridiculous. By, by a lot, too. Tight, I mean, your tight end room is like probably the best ends. tight end room for college football maybe ever. The tight end room, I would agree with that, and we'll see how the mm-hmm. season plays out, but mm-hmm. if looking at it from a preseason standpoint, it probably is. And then the question is, 
will it be Tennessee or South Carolina that you would pick to upset Georgia? Because mm. well, where where are they? Which one of them mm. are they playing? South Carolina's on the road, on the road noon, Ooh. third week of the year. Honestly, noon on the third no. week. I don't think South Carolina has a chance week three. You talk about week eight, maybe. Would you not throw Kentucky in there as one of the? I would. I we have a better chance. It's of at losing. Kentucky, right? Yeah, I think we'd have a better chance of losing at what Kentucky. Than, I think there's a better uh, chance to lose 11. at South Carolina. Week eleven. I think that that South Carolina game is too soon for them to be ready to play a team like. Georgia. I will say yeah, though, I, can agree I have that. I I don't Kentucky's, know if you guys have been to Williams Bryce before. Yes, they get that thing. Yes, rocking. they do. Yeah, yeah they do. but not by noon. Do you though? remember? It's hard the, to get anywhere. Dude, I mean, by noon. they are they when they have that place. I absolutely that stadium actually scares me more than anywhere in the SEC. Not, I'm not even, even Auburn. Kidding. Nope. <laughs> really? No. No. Uh, no Auburn, no, Auburn also gets rocking. Auburn gets rocking. It was la- way louder than Auburn was. Where? At what game? Bama USC for three thirty kickoff. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it is, if it you're up, if you're on the like top section, I'm not kidding you. The stadium shakes. I'll give it to y'all. Since I'm not exaggerating. Since you guys have been to the game, I'll give it to you. The Do one you... stadium that I haven't been to that I've heard is Ole Miss, baby. No. No. Uh, <laughs> their fans aren't even. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's no. decent, but LSU is. Everybody says it's the hardest place to play in the country. I haven't been yet. LSU is the loudest sporting event I've ever been to in my entire life. We so I went when Bama shut them out a couple years ago, Uh and the first possession, Bama went three and out, and they got a sack on third down. I'm not kidding you. I couldn't hear myself talk I, I, if i was talking like this i wouldn't be able to hear myself this talk. it Bryce? was so loud no, I, this is LSU. No, oh death lsu valley. death valley yeah my dad I, would take game there the loudest one that i was at last year was georgia arkansas that noon kickoff mm, actually. that one was oh, dude. like historically loud it was yeah it actually broke the it actually broke like a record or something i couldn't sure. believe that though for a noon kick i know it's a top 10 match i don't, dude, I don't well, it's don't because it's because kirby that, came out and yeah. said in his opening press conference he said everybody needs to be at the stadium an hour before in the, in the stadium so, by kickoff. I'm not kidding you. Everybody that I knew that morning woke up at 6:30. Got shitty and started getting a massive. I don't. You can't even call it a head start on the day. Just, Just going full bore. Get up and it. go. So, but if, if Kirby says what? to rally the troops, you rally the damn troops. I'm in Valley. You really do. Y'all, when they blocked the punt. Uh, for it was it for a touchdown? Dan or they just Jackson. blocked the punt. What was that? Like touchdown. middle yep. of the second quarter. Yeah, man, Dan Jackson. That was when it was. I mean, it was already over by then. But that was that a, was, that was when it was like, yeah, there's no way, there's no shot. Well, it was fourteen to zero at that point. And then yeah, and the they punt. Had, Arkansas 21. had one yard of offense at yeah. that point. <laughs> that was that was also the ridiculous part. You knew your defense was going to go in and start shutting them down, but That's, not that way, man. That was the game where. I think everybody around the Georgia program realized that it was a this special. It was a special team. Um, but the next one I want to talk about is A and M. I have them going six and two in the conference. Awesome stadium, by the way. Incredible I've heard I, one of my other buddies that goes mm-hmm. to Alabama said that that was his most the most fun trip he's been on to an away stadium for sure. I would say I, now this the school itself I wouldn't put that high up there. Pretty average as far as like if your social scene. He said College Station was a pretty fun time though. It's it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but if you're comparing them to other SEC West schools, I wouldn't yeah. put it top three or even remotely close to like. What would Athens. be your top three for the SEC West, or the West. the West? I would say one LSU, two excluding Alabama. Would that would that be one for you? No, I would still keep LSU at one. Uh-huh. I would put 
I would put Oxford simply be Ole Miss simply because of their tailgating. The scene Grove, yeah, mm-hmm. up there either at a two or a three, They've, and then I would have to say, uh, uh, I don't know. A I've had some blast Arkansas. I've had some. Really? I haven't been there, but I've had some blasts down at Auburn. Also, I know this is not really it doesn't really count because it's not really their town. But if you go to Vanderbilt, you're basically in Nashville. Yeah, I, which I, I can't know, really count that one. Right. So I had more fun in Nashville. Vanderbilt than I have anywhere else, but at the same time, Nashville <laughs> it's is not a college exactly. Town. So I don't really know how to rate that, but I will you're also say, like not even going for the game because right, like you're just going to all the cool like famous bars in Nashville, and then you're like, oh wait, like Vanderbilt's right down the street. So it's like they kind of just got <laughs> yeah. lucky, but at the same time, it is pretty a sick setup. I'm sure it is. I I would. Uh, have you been to Athens? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Have you? A ton. <laughs> where's that? Where's that? Where's that rate on your list? In the entire SEC? Entire SEC. Right below LSU. Really? Yeah. I only put LSU Respect. up there because the way that they're set up is that their stadium is it's similar to a battery scene. So they have all their bars. Oh, that's cool. Basically right up against oh, the stadium. Oh, that's sweet. But they do, obviously don't have as many bars as Athens, nor is it as popular of a scene. But I will say, if you're doing an entire game day experience, LSU is for sure number one. I need I to check that, that out. I really need to check that out. I'd like to go on a tour of the, all the SEC like stadiums. That would be everything. a blast. I, so I'll tell you about this trip that I'm planning on right now. We have to wait on the kickoff times to figure it out, but Georgia at Mississippi State, uh, late September. Stark some, Vegas. Something like that. Me and my friends, uh, I have one friend that his sister goes to Ole Miss, so that's also Ole Miss-Bama weekend. We, If it's a noon kickoff and the Ole Miss-Alabama game – is either a 3.30 game or a night game. We're going to drive down to Starkville, watch the dogs beat some ass for like two quarters, three quarters, <laughs> Right. get bored, hop in the car, drive over to Ole Miss, and go watch Ole Miss-Bama. You know, there was this guy plan. to that plan, because I actually do love that plan, but that reminds me of a TikTok I saw. This one, this group of guys, they went to the Red River Rival. Oh, I'm not even going to try to do oh, that. Oh, I saw Yeah, the Oklahoma versus Texas last year, right? Red this. River they, Rivalry. The there you red, go. You got it. I, yeah, the Red. I knew you knew what I was trying to say. Yeah, say it, Just say that it, say whole. It, say it, say the it. Red River Rivalry. Yeah. Woo! So get this. He went to, they went to that game, right? That you guys remember last year. Texas blew the Oklahoma had an amazing comeback. He then, that night, went to the Texas A&M Alabama game. This is last season. Yeah. And AM winning on the last those well, were two Austin, of those were two of the best games of the entire season. And he went in the year. same day. Austin is only them. about an hour and a half away from College Station. I just, so it's it's a it's a doable trip. I just think that's so is that awesome. where they is that where they play that? Yeah. Yeah. They played in, in Austin? They played no, they played in Dallas. Dallas, oh, oh, yeah. Dallas. Yeah, yeah because Austin's Bowl, right? Austin's at Texas. Right. Yeah, Austin's like Texas farther Texas. west. They played in the Cotton Bowl at Texas or in Dallas. But speaking yeah. of AM, though, like Jay was getting to, I said 10 and 2 because I see them losing, of course, to, at Alabama. I don't think that's even within a question. It's getting with so much hype, but I just don't see it happening. I, I they never, they the never coaches, win in the Bama. It's because they beat them last year, like man. It's because they beat them last year. They never win yeah. in Bama. They don't got Calzone no more, though. But anyhow, I do see them losing another game, though, somewhere in this mix of these games. They got Arkansas coming to AM. 
They've also got at South Carolina. Yeah, they've got Miami coming to College Station too. They do, and that that's another one I could think. This is why I say ten at two, Auburn ten, and at Auburn. That, I think one of those four games. I think they lose one of those four. And you also never know what can happen in that LSU A and M game. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that game's one, always that one of the more chaos. ridiculous. It's oh, chaos. wasn't that the game that went to thirty five hundred overtime? Yeah. <laughs> seven <laughs> OTs. It was like seventy to seventy two or something seven, like that. Seven seventy five, something like that. It's I remember catching that game. I turned it on with 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter just to catch the end of it, and I was watching for like another two hours after well, I remember, that. I remember refreshing the score uh, when it was like 49-49 or something, and then I fell asleep and woke up at 2 in the morning, so and it 72. said 79-77. I'm like, is my phone like, <laughs> like This can't be real. Like That's not a college football score. That's a college basketball score. No, definitely not an SEC score. Dude, it wasn't. That was actually one of the more fun games I've ever watched. It was amazing. But, I, I think that... People, and maybe I'm a hater, but I think A&M is not there yet. I don't think Jumbo's that coach. I think a year from now, Mm -hmm. you can't get the recruiting class that they just got and not be an 11-win team. Those guys guys are too good. If those guys don't transfer out, I mean, I absolutely agree with you. Give them a year or two from here, you're talking about a top-10 team easily contending for a playoff. Right now, though? They're getting so much preseason hype. Most people have them at four in preseason rankings, either four or five, and I just don't see that. They're not not that good. Texas ATM. Texas ATM. I actually have them ranked at preseason number... Well, I think they had the fourth highest chances of getting into the playoff this year because of based off their schedule and how what off FBI or something. No, so I do this. Uh, I do this actually every year over the last three years. So before the season, I break down who I think has a chance based off of their schedule to actually make it into the playoffs. So this year, obviously every Power Five team is included because their schedule is tough enough to be considered if they go undefeated. Mm-hmm. I have eighty-two teams right here. That I think have a chance that have if enough of a schedule. Have enough Did of their Cincinnati schedule. expand that? So uh, is Cincinnati, Cincinnati a reason why that's expanded? Yes and no, because it depends on the schedule of that team. So you know, if you have a a mid American go undefeated, I had no MAC teams in it for obvious reasons. Their schedules just aren't tough enough. They're not going to even if they go twelve and zero three seasons in a row, their best wins going to be. American Conference winner, right? Yeah. So I don't have all the schedules down, but what I did for the non-Power 5 teams, I wrote down who if they went undefeated, basically, and they'd probably have to have a little more help than just go undefeated. Probably Bama lose two games somehow, some way, or something like that. But I had... These are the non-Power 5 teams I had that I think have a chance. Cincy, UCF, uh, Eastern Carolina, Tulsa, SMU, Navy, Tulane, and USF out of the American. So that's actually eight of the twelve American teams. Again, they have to they'd have to go undefeated. They'd have to have a little more help just to get into the playoff. But I think there is a point zero 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 one percent chance of them making it if they went undefeated. Basically, then on top of that, you got like I said, all the Power Five teams have their chance. Out of the independents, you got Notre Dame, BYU, and Liberty. Liberty's schedule actually would consist of, because they are at Wake Forest, they've got BYU, Arkansas, and Virginia Tech this year. They have a real schedule. So, yeah, that's they, a real schedule. That's well, a, they're a real team. People like scheduling them. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're and they're going to be a little depleted this year. Malik Oil is gone. They lost a couple other guys. But they've still got some talent there, relatively. They'll probably, I, I'd probably have to look no, at That's an underrated just collapse of a player leaving for Auburn right there in Malik Willis. Oh, dude. Yeah, for Jared. By the way, so we had, let's see here, Bo Nix started over him. Mm-hmm. And actually, we 
we basically let Malik walk we, because we, we were going to let Joey Gatewood and Bo Nix battle it out. <laughs> and now Joey we're looking Gatewood. at Bo Joey Nicks. Gatewood was the second coming when he of got Cam, He was supposed to be the second he coming of Cam Newton. sucks. Is he even at Kentucky still? I he don't even is know. Like their, he, if he is there, he's like their third-string quarterback. He was so hyped up coming out of he high school. He really was, dude. He wasn't even a starter in high school. Did y'all know that? Are you serious? I could not. I wasn't making this up. All the Auburn fans, including myself, was like completely threw that out, though. We were like, oh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> you know who else he, wasn't a starter six, in high school? Five. Who? Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask oh, is— You want, you want to know who his Kyle starting Trask quarterback was? was? No, the starting quarterback of his team was Derek King. Are you serious? Yep. And oh, that, well, that explains it. Well, they almost though. played each other when he was at Miami and right. Trask was at Florida. But Kyle then, Trask was that dude, though. He was. Last Trask is so much better than he is now. Yes. <laughs> Two years ago, Trask was nasty. He was. I agree. I loved watching Although, him. Although, watching— he's, on, he's a Bucks quarterback now. Watching his draft stock just implode on itself when he threw, like, three picks against Oklahoma was so funny to watch. Yeah, he was, like, talked about as maybe a first-round pick. Well, it, was like, it was like— it was just watching that. It's like that's why you set out the bowl game, mm-hmm. so you don't do that. Yeah, he blames not having his receivers, but throwing it to well, his coach. Throw it to the defenders. That. His coach is a child. Well, so. Dan Bowen can suck one. But anyhow, the Mac actually had two teams that <laughs> I did think had a chance: Kent State because they're playing OU, Washington, and UGA this year. Jesus. So you know they're not going to win this shit. <laughs> but if crap. they did, imagine Dude. that. And then Central Michigan's actually playing Ohio State and Penn State this year, so I gave them a shot. Nobody from the Conference USA. Go Chips. Go Chippewas. Go Chippewas, Fire dude. up the Chippewas. They beat Oklahoma State a couple years ago. Jim McElwain were... used to coach them. Does he still coach them? I have no oh, idea. good old butter good teeth. I was this close. Hey, the man that slept with a shark. <laughs> y'all remember that photo? No. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I'll, I'll get back to that. Uh, Mountain West got one team. Utah State is playing Alabama, BYU, and Boise this year. No Boise. So, so we'll give them a shot. And then the Sun Belt, I actually think I has four teams. So App State is playing UNC, Texas A&M. I can't read my own handwriting. Okay. They're playing UNC, Texas A&M, and Marshall this year. I think there's something there if they obviously went out. Georgia State is playing actually. Georgia State is playing Southern Cal. UNC and Coastal I, Carolina. They get UNC at State home this year, don't they? They do. Yeah. Believe it or not. Well, App is, not Georgia State. Oh, App's they, got North Carolina. Do you make do you make playoff picks? Like what do you mean? Like what do I have a selection out of, of your teams? Do you have four teams that you think are going to make it? Yeah, I'll get to that in here in a sec. I okay. can I can definitely do that. Um ULM, Louisiana Monroe for anybody who doesn't know, they're playing Texas, Bama, and Liberty, so give them a shot. And then Marshall, who's playing Notre Dame, Liberty, oh, Coastal, and App. That's right. They're in the Sun Belt this year. A little, there's a lot of conference realignment this year. Yeah. James Madison, who is in the FCS, is in the Sun Belt now, they too. Are. Old Dominion, Marshall, and JMU. JMU also made it to the Sun Belt this year. That's going to be actually probably one of the better besides the it's, American. It's, it's going to be the second best non Power 5 the conference. Sun Belt this year. is absolutely getting to be like a good, legit. I mean, even there. without them, they were fine. Georgia State beat Tennessee a couple of years ago. Yeah, Southern and App State and Coastal Carolina have been programs. So. Southern just picked up um, Clay Helton, too, from they USC. Did. That, was a, that was definitely a good Rose pick Bowl up. winning Coach, man, it's gonna be. They're gonna take a couple years though, because they're moving away from the triple option. But mm-hmm. give them a couple years, they'll be out there. So my college football prediction, my playoff prediction for the season, it's pretty stale. Not gonna lie to you guys, it's uh, what people would call pretty chalked. There's not that many surprises. No, yeah, in this not my age of college football. So here it is. I got <laughs> Bama at one. I think Bama beats UGA in the SEC championship. So you got Bama at one, Clemson Ooh. at two. Clemson's coming back this year, guys. Mm. Ohio State at number four, UGA at three, and then my five and six. 
Texas at five, mm. UCF at six. You look at UCF schedule. Look wow. at UCF schedule. They had a great recruiting year the last Gus year. The Gus Bus. The Gus Bus is coming back, man. And <laughs> this course. is going to be his peak <laughs> because took- he's going to go straight downhill after this season. But especially when they get Who's to the Who's their Big quarterback 12. this year? I believe They just lost is, Dylan Gabriel. They did, but they picked up a couple other guys. Oh, you know what? That's where Joey Gatewood went. He's at UCF now. He's not going to be a starter, probably. But that's where he is. <laughs> no, now. I, I was going to say, if we would just shout on Joe, uh, Joey Gatewood and then you picked him to go sixth, in the he's not going to be a starting quarterback. If he is, that'll not be. I think they could. They have a good shot of going twelve and zero. Though. The Look only way schedule. they make it is they go undefeated. So mm-hmm. in order for that to happen, you have to believe that they're going to be sixth in the country. You have to believe they're going to beat Louisville mm-hmm. on the road. Beat at home. Oh, okay. Georgia yeah. Tech, mm-hmm. SMU, mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Yep. East Carolina, mm-hmm. really? This is a, this all is a, these. This is a gauntlet. These, UCF, yeah. Memphis, yeah. all of these teams. Yeah, you think they're beating all of them? I I, I do. I went through this guy. Yeah, these aren't bad teams. Tulane's coming back a little bit this year. They they really you threw shit Georgia the bed Tech last year. in there. So. I did throw Georgia Tech in there, but Georgia Tech, no matter what, that wasn't the best of their schedule though. I thought they had. A I also have. Tech in Atlanta I also or have Orlando. Um. Ooh. Hold on. So UCF is also. Oh no, that was the top of the schedule. I didn't schedule. do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> that, that, okay, that is the top of their schedule. Okay. So, but yeah, I think they could beat all of them. I will say, I know one of the linemen at Georgia Tech who just transferred from Bama, actually. Really? So, oh, I quick? think I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, quick. Yep. Yeah. So, I, he's a good dude. He is a good dude. They're uh, they're they're gonna be better. This is the last year that Jeff Collins gets a shot, though. Yeah, I, if they go, unless they're over 500, he ain't coming back. Tech uh, really is a team that's benefited from the portal because they get every like Atlanta reject at any mm-hmm. other any Georgia like not even like re, like if they don't get immediate playing time, they want to go to Tech. They, I mean, that's true, wrong. but they also just got they just lost their best player because of it too. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're Jameer Gibbs and you want any sort of draft stock, why would you run behind that offensive hey, it, line? It would be it's stupid. He, I'm shocked well, he went there out a, of high school. It's a safety hazard, man. Oh, cuz I think <laughs> he was the best recruit they had gotten in yeah, such a long time. I don't time. think that he was really like a take at Ohio State or Alabama. I mean, Georgia or Ohio State cuz that's where he wanted to go. And he just went there and built up his stock and Yeah, and then now is actually going to be a pro player cuz well, he's playing for a real team. My only issue Where did he go to? Tech. Georgia Tech. Oh, he went to Dalton for high school in Georgia. No, where is he now? Uh Alabama. Oh, okay. So, my issue with Tech this year though, yeah, they're improved, but their schedule is not actually very easy. Oh, dude, it's really them. hard it's, actually. So, actually. If you think UCF's going sixth, then their schedule's a gauntlet. That's my thing. It's like Tech if you want to believe they're improved, that's fine. I can think they're going to be a better team than anywhere last year, but three and nine is what I'm I mean, looking their at. Their non-conference man. is UCF, Notre Dame, and Georgia, mm-hmm. and then they have Clemson. I think they play maybe NC State. I'm not sure, but it's like a tough ACC schedule. They the ACC Miami. is such a weird conference because it's garbage. It's garbage, but it's a lot of mid-tier garbage. Yeah. It's like the teams that you're gonna ran. You're like it's the mid-tier teams. You can't beat those mid-tier. ACC schools. I just get so bent out of shape come week eight or nine mm-hmm. when all the talking heads on ESPN, CBS, Fox, they all start talking about how X, Y conference, there's some team that's close to undefeated, one loss maybe, and they say that basically there's a diatribe against the SEC and 
then every single year the SEC continues to be the best conference. And then you have morons like Joey Galloway, not so much Joel Klatt anymore, mm. uh, Danny, what, what's his name? Uh, the, I know you're talking about. The one that went to Florida. Not Florida. No, he Richmond, didn't. Richmond, right? One of them went to Richmond. It's he, he was such an Oregon homer back in the day. He, he pissed me off so much. But anyway, point being, they put SEC teams that are 6-6, six and 7-5 six, and five up against these teams from ACC, oh, Big yeah. 10, Big 12 that are, that are like, eight, ten, four, like nine, nine wins, ten wins. And then they get smacked, uh-huh. or yeah. or they barely barely lose, and, and then it's like, oh, the SEC like, sucks. Oh, like, the what SEC, is this? Yeah, the SEC only yeah. won half their yeah. bowl game. Okay, we'll put them up against a team with the same record. See what happens. I also hate that argument though, because we win the regular season. Like, the, if SEC team plays an ACC team, typically in the regular season, they're going to kick their ass. Yep. But if they lose in the bowl game, which I'm, I hate the argument that oh, we weren't trying, or oh, yeah, our players sit out. Do not get me wrong. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of those guys do sit out during those games. I don't that's, like, but the, that's their claim. The, but we beat them when all of our, when they're fully healthy. You I know don't what like I mean? the excuse of we didn't care. I hate that. I yeah, don't like don't that excuse. I hate that. When somebody says we didn't have 15, 16 of our guys because they all opted out because they're going to the draft, I'm more receptive to that. Mm-hmm. But well, still, I it's an excuse. It as, I hate I hate the use of it as an excuse because obviously the fact is out there. You don't need to state it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got you go out there to play with what you got. If you lose, you freaking lose. So I remember I went to the Peach Bowl and we played Cincinnati. Oh, and so of course we were losing in that game, and all mm. the Cincinnati fans were chanting SEC. And I was like, they kept splashing the bowl scores, and I'm like, every single American score they show is like a losing game. And I remember specifically they played Tulsa who was ranked in their conference championship yeah. that year. They played, remember the whole brawl against Mississippi State? Oh, my gosh, Mississippi yeah. State was a two-win SEC team that we beat. Mississippi State That was beat a 2020 year, too. They State. were like five, they went like four and six yeah, that year they and made a bowl game. they beat Tulsa, who almost beat Cincinnati and then in their they conference beat championship. Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, they beat them on the field. And I'm like, dude, like, a SEC reject team beat the <laughs> conference championship runner-up. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they uh, they got in that very big brawl. But we've talked a lot of college football. A I'm lot. so happy we talked we a did lot of that. college football. I'm sorry, Sean. I know you only had so much to say about that. No, it's good. It's good. But let me talk about your mustache real quick. Why are we doing this? Why do you got the stash? We have a giveaway coming up for free tickets and parking to an upcoming Spencer Strider start. And not only that, what is the special reward to winning this contest? If you win this contest... They cut off their mustache and give it to you for free. (laughs) (laughs) More details coming soon on the contest, but at the end of the day, if you grow the best mustache, I guess, and submit it, we're going to try to get Spencer to actually pick the winner. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And not only will you be attending the game and getting probably to meet Spencer Strider himself, you'll be throwing out the first pitch at the Braves game that day. You will. So this is an, an a very unofficial thing. We are announcing it before it's official. Honestly, if you're listening to this right now, this sounds really, really real. Oh, it, it is. is real. I swear to God, it's real. Actually, we're, we're yeah. a part of the planning of this. Yeah. What? Yeah. We were a part of the. Yeah. Us and Jay Money came up with the idea. It's because I asked some dude on the street for a TikTok if he'd shave his mustache for a free Braves tickets, and he, and said, he was like, "No way, man! It's the Strider stash." And we we're like, <laughs> "Strider stash." Wait. So how do I get? 
you grow, into this competition? Grow a mustache, yeah, post I wanna... a picture, use the hashtag Strider Stash. Strash by Strider. Stash by Strider on like TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, anything, and either it's going to be randomly picked or we'll get Spencer to pick the winner. We're really reaching out to a lot of people from this pod right now. Yeah, I was about to say, if you're actually listening to this right now and think about your odds are pretty high. If you're actually getting a head start just text growing me use, How about we have them use hashtag grind hour in the post? Yeah. Use, hashtag, use hashtag grind hour you in hashtag the post. Hashtag stash by Strider. And you know you're a real one. Honestly, you'll probably be selected. Yeah, if you've actually been listening up well, until right now, you're a real one and we're going to get you those two. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely push that out. But speaking of Strider and the Braves, because unfortunately Ian Anderson got absolute doo-dooed on yesterday. Get railed, man. Dude, that was really unfortunate because I thought he, his, he didn't do great his last two game, or two or three games, but he was keeping the runs down. But yesterday, the Angels just unleashed on him, man. That's kind of how the season's going for us at this point. The Braves will win a solid two, three games in a row, maybe more, mm-hmm. and then end up losing one that is in absolutely blowout fashion. Yeah, it's a big unfortunate, but you take two against the Angels, and that's huge because we actually gained a game. Well, we went back to a game and a half, but we gained a game initially on the Mets to be a half game back. Sanchez, if you're listening, you're shaking in your boots right there, man. You know it. We know it. It's going to be an interesting last month or so here. For the Braves and the NL East in general, but didn't want to spend too much time on that. Dylan, you had some questions. <laughs> I do. These are questions that were in my head at any given point this weekend. What time of the day and or night they popped in my Scary head. Scary hours, I man. do not oh, know. <laughs> some of them, honestly, they get progressively more interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to start off with the first thing that I texted myself. I'm intrigued. And the question was, why don't we let little children commentate an inning or two of baseball games? Because they suck. Well, oh. that's a simple answer, but you can't tell me it wouldn't get you hype if a little kid announced a home run and was losing his mind over a meaningless home run in a day MLB game. If they're into it, that'd be really cool, but you get a kid with no personality who also, sits there. Also, imagine a well, young child trying to sure. pronounce any type of Dominican player's <laughs> name. Oh my god. That'd actually be worth the price of or, admission. Or, 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 or Kaya. Exactly. It's that when type you, of when, miscommunication uh, uh, that I need to hear to keep myself invested. So should like, talk to Nickelodeon on that one. So what do we, yeah, I was, uh, was going to ask, dude, what are we thinking, are, like those Nickelodeon playoff games? No, kind I'm of talking vibe, like we literally go get a kid from the stands and say, <laughs> here you go, and yeah. hand him the money. And like, lock is this them like in ESP, a booth for like, nine hours oh, and they can't move. You're on play-by-play in the fourth inning, kid. He is better than Brian Jordan and uh, Chip Carey. So yeah, that's what I'm talking. We talking about Bali. We talking about 680. What are we talking about? Just any type of broadcasting. I really didn't think any of that. Just through. words coming out of kids' mouths talking about the game. Right. I'm well, with it. I'm, whoever you know it what? is has to be better than listening to that British or Australian dude or whatever. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Peter Moylan. No, Peter Moylan. He's fine. I don't like the He's accent. fine. Chip is interesting. Wait, is it Chip or Skip? Which one Chip. was the dad? Chip. Chip yeah. Skip was his dad. Yeah, he's questionable. What was other questions? My next question kind of is a toss-up, and I know for a fact that this was asked to myself in the early hours of the morning. (laughs) Why do humans have to go to the bathroom? It is an inconvenience. (laughs) 
I think it's just because the buildup would kill you if you never. But why don't our bodies just take whatever we put in them and handle it themselves? That is that is handling. And the reason I'm asking this is because I missed an Uber on Saturday (laughs) night because I was in my phone was dead and I was in line for the bathroom and I thought to myself, if my phone if my phone wasn't dead, I probably would have missed it in the first place. But more importantly, if I didn't have to go to the bathroom, I would not have had to pay for my own Uber on Saturday night. So, therefore, having to go urinate costs me financially. I think maybe it's not a question of why do we have to go to the bathroom. Maybe it's a thing of we need a more convenient way. Male diapers. Adult diapers. True. Dude, I, I'm more worried about the timing because if I could just, like, allot it at a certain point each day. It, yeah, it's like you, you have a scheduled time But, almost. like, I don't want to tell anybody that I have that because I like, like using <laughs> right. bathroom breaks as an excuse to just go, like, dick off for five minutes. I don't know. So that's a, a debate, and my next question leads to embrace debate. And I don't know if this applies to everyone, but people who wear contacts and or glasses should be financially compensated for their pain. Wrong! <laughs> Wait, so, show of hands, who's does have contacts and or glasses. I don't know where my glasses are, but I okay. still really okay, sort of need them. I used to wear glasses. I wear contacts every single day. Likewise, I don't know where my glasses are, even though I should wear them at night time. So, you should be comp. You're saying you should they be compensated? I'm saying for some their people pain? not having to have vision problems, and some people do having vision problems is not fair because it's you have to pay. It's expensive. And not all the time does insurance cover that. So considering I have to wake up every day and put my contacts in, unlike some other people who just roll out of bed and they're ready to go to work, I should be financially compensated for that well, time. I, I feel like there are much worse things out there. Like if you have like a child who's like disabled, do you not get like financially compensated? Yeah, for, I don't know about well, compensated. Well, they have to take Maybe the initiative to bring that up. I mean, that's just, that's on them. Not being able to see well is a disability though. I mean, technically speaking, but I don't, I don't think it should necessarily be compensated. Maybe should glasses be free is the question? No, I should get a check in the mail every month for $500. Because you're blind. Simply put, yes. Just get LASIK, man. Okay. That costs money. But you know what the other side of that argument is? That I'm perfectly fine so I don't get paid? That's some bullshit. You're perfectly fine, therefore you don't have to have the pain. I mean, no, I have a lot of other issues, man. Like what? What else? uh, Well, we don't need to get into all that. (laughs) This is my last question, and this one was texted to myself at 4.15 a.m. on Sunday morning. Ligma. So you know that this one was deep down from the thoughts. Yeah, I'm ready. I This one, the more I read it, the more I just think, what was I consuming earlier that night? Who discovered genetics? What are genetics? Why do we need them? And who thinks they're that smart to talk about them? Okay, so why do we need them? I don't think there's necessarily what we need, but it's to figure out and basically give an educated guess on what people's offspring's going to look like. But who one day woke up and was like, oh my God, I just discovered genetics. Uh, to be exact, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe his school. name was Dr. Genetic. Yeah, See, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, my problem. So. People Gene just come up with things that I feel like we don't need. Like, uh, like what? genetics? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but like some diseases can only be explained by genetics. That's, a, that's actually very true. Because they're through genes. Like colorblindness. That's true, but who... I, I mean, it's also, you could ask that question about visual imperities. Who I, discovered <laughs> that the flu was a disease? Who was just like, oh my God, I found the flu. Well, it's because when people were, were well, 
theoretically should be COVID. fine, and then they're not fine. What was the way of people finding COVID? You don't want to know. Tests. Oh, God. Tests, that's what That's actually a very good segue into my very last question. Oh, I thought I got that was you. the last one. I, I didn't want to ask this one because I feel like somebody's probably going to know the answer, but who discovered gasoline and why is none of it in America? I actually watched a YouTube video about that last night. So you were right. So Someone have, would know about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have the answer for me? So, actually, no, that's not what it was. It was. <laughs> Wait, so what was it? It was about the guy that decided to put ethanol in gas. Oh. And oh. basically came up with the octane system. Well, what? What, what planet were you on last night that you were watching Dude, ethanol gas videos? So I was hanging out with my two of my friends that are uh, women. So, was it they, so, hold on, was so it, I went up to I went up to their house. So was it, was it, you, you, you said you said girls, dude. Girls. I, I went up to their house. Uh, women. Uh, and <laughs> went up the to whites? their house, and they uh, wanted to drink wine. So I had oh. three or four glasses of wine. So I was feeling do it. the wine. Been a little wavy. Yeah. So the wine, you what? know, for some people it gets them feeling different ways, but they, it gets you to question gasoline. You know what kind of wine it was. <laughs> What? You know what kind of wine it was? It was a Chardonnay. Mm. Chardonnay? Actually, yeah. yes, it was. Mm. I had some Chardonnay last night, too, Jay. Oh, did you? I did. How was that? It was good. It didn't pow, end up pow. into uh, gas videos, but ended up with some uh, Shameless. Shameless great show. Southside. South South Bankhead. Those are all yeah. my questions, though. I think that... <laughs> I could have come up with better things if I wrote them down more. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't remember everything that happened on Friday and Saturday night. But I'm glad I texted myself those questions because I needed to get those off my chest. You know what? Also, I have one other story really quick I need to tell. What time do we have? What time do we have? (laughs) Over an hour. I don't know. What time do we have? I'm going to say 57 minutes. It's 2.34, Jay. 2.40, we're wrapping up. This, this could actually this this uh, what story I'm about to tell could lead to groundbreaking crime evidence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I went to the Ivy on Saturday night, and when I was leaving, there was a little issue with the valet. Not sure why you would a drive to the Ivy or b use valet, but anyway, <laughs> valet for the Ivy. Valet. This guy was claiming that somebody in the valet line, I guess, stole a really expensive designer wallet from his car. So he claimed that this. Black guy, which didn't have any type of valet or any type of identification on his body. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he had no identification on, and he was about to just get into a fight with this little guy, this little basically kid that was complaining that he stole his wallet. So then... This guy, walk, the guy that allegedly stole the wallet, walks away down towards, like, Johnny's hideaway. And the kid that was alleged that his wallet was stolen from him went and got the police. And the police come out and start going the opposite direction of Johnny's hideaway. <laughs> and then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my God, they're going to get the wrong guy. Like, no, he's that <laughs> way. You're going the wrong way. So my Uber shows up. I get in the Uber, and I drive past the cops that were going down the street. And they've got this other guy handcuffed, like, patting him down. And I'm like, oh, my God. You have the wrong dude. Like, this guy probably just had an awesome night, and he's going home to, to go to bed, and now he's getting detained by the police. R.I.P. 
So That's I terrible. don't know if he actually went to jail, but it really rubbed me the wrong way. I abs- I did absolutely nothing about it. Did you not I, yell out the window? You've got the wrong well, guy. No, I yelled at the window while the window was up. <laughs> and then it's just been on my mind ever since, and I really wanted to say it because I didn't want to be the one that had evidence to solve a case like that. And while you're not going home, admit that I did have it. <laughs> Let's hope, old buddy. Doing, doing not well. saving lives out here. You got one last. I have a. How long has it been since everyone's like just built a Lego set? Oh, years like, for sure. Like a legit level of Legos? Because yeah. like, I messed around with my Legos during COVID. Because I was in Target yesterday, and I saw the coolest Lego set I think I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. It? I fucking bought it, dude. Look at this thing. What? It's a giant power block from Mario, but it opens up, and it's like the levels from the game. How much was that? that? How, yeah, how like much? 150 Oh, my yeah, God. Legos are tough because they're so expensive. I, were they always this expensive? Oh. Happy graduation to me, dude. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Hey, shoot, I bought myself a Switch for my graduation. Dude, so I, I actually that. got a Switch for my graduation gift for my parents. Let's so. go. Air 5. All right. Let's so, go. wait. Hold on. Were Legos always that expensive, or were they, we just kids and didn't I'm know? I'm sure they were always expensive. They've gotten so... They've been this expensive since I was a kid. That's crazy to me. Like, I just I see the prices now, and I'm like, were they... That's why I only got so many sets as a kid, I mm-hmm. guess, you know? I don't know. Dylan... Do you have any locks today? I do. Give us a Today locks. is a rough day. I, I'm i known for my Nerfy bets. Today is a rough day for Nerfy. <laughs> so if you want to bet the Yerfy, yes, run in the first inning, I would advise doing so. But I do have two parlays. I'm going to give you the juiciest one that I put together today while I was doing absolutely nothing at my desk. And it's a four-legger. Mm. The first leg, Astros minus one and a half. Who they play? That's a good question. <laughs> I wrote it down. Just somewhere. trust, just trust just me, bro. Trust I need you to trust. The, <laughs> I need you to trust the process. But I do know that Astros' run line is minus odds, so that should tell you all you need to know about who they're playing. They, the Astros are playing the A's. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, then easy. yeah. There the you second go. pick is Rangers Mariners over eight. Both starting pitchers have an ERA of over four. Hmm. Okay. Math the third pick okay, is Dodgers minus one and a half. They're playing the Nationals at home. Holy and crap, dude! Tony Gonsolin is on the hill for the uh, excuse me for the Dodgers. Fraud. Fourth leg, final leg is Brewers money line. You could, I would be okay if you sub Brewers money line out for Brewers run line. Brewers are playing the Rockies. They are a minus one ninety five money line. They had a tough game against them yesterday. They had to come back. They were down 8-6. Had to come back and win it 10-8, 10-9. come back. So, based off of that, you, I would be okay taking the over of 8 yeah. with those scores. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> but regardless, if you wagered $15 on that parlay, that would win you $105. I feel confident about it. I will track it tonight and give feedback. Likely, if it hits tonight. If not, I will report on my losses tomorrow. I like it. Your all-star game bet hit. It what did. was it? What was it? My All Star game did hit American League money line. American right? League money line. I had I hit two home run derby bets. Uh-huh. I had under longest home run hit of four ninety five and a half. Also had Juan Soto straight up plus four fifty before it started. Ooh. Both of those cashed. And then another one I forgot that I took. I took yes run in the first inning. So shout out to Ronald Acuna. Hell yeah, Ronnie, for getting it done for the kids. I didn't really put a lot on it. That's why it kind of slipped under the radar. But I did take that bet. Yesterday was a rough one for the kid. I'm not gonna lie. A little hungover. Woke up and I missed every single bet. I lost all the, all the money I was up. But that's why we come into work today to to do our due diligence and get our picks Re- ready. Recoup for your losses. Exactly. Bah! My last mortal lock of the night. 
is Dodgers run line. I will extend alternate spread. You can't take alternate spread, excuse me, alternate spread online. You have to do it on a credit-based book. But Dodgers minus two and a half is a plus 200 against the Nationals at home. Wow. I Worst team in the pick. league against probably the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. So do as you wish with your money. Always bet responsibly and always run on your bookie if you are down. You're welcome for that. And always listen to the grind hour. That's it for today. We'll see you next time. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer.